Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. My name is Morgan Hodge. I'm a performance coach and neurobiomechanical specialist. And each week we are looking to bring you an inspiring person or message to help you level up your life. Truly appreciate you taking the time and spending it with me today. Let's level up. What's up, you guys? Happy Wednesday. Today we are talking about who is in your corner. After Monday's amazing episode with the one and only Brad Halsman, I really wanted to follow that one up with a discussion around the people that are in our corner and digging into who is actually truly serving us, helping us, pushing us forward versus who's holding us back and diminishing and demeaning or degrading our value and our worth. So today it's all about figuring out and taking the moment, taking a pause to determine who's in our corner. Hope you guys like this episode. As always, leave me a message. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you think. With that, enjoy today's episode. The people we surround ourselves with either raise or lower our standards. They either help us to become the best version of ourselves or encourage us to become lesser versions of ourselves. We become like our friends. No man becomes great on his own. No woman becomes great on her own. The people around them help to make them great. We all need people in our lives who raise our standards, remind us of our essential purpose, and challenge us to become the best versions of ourselves. Matthew Kelly How's it going, everyone? After Monday's episode of the impactful conversation that I had with Brad Halsman, I wanted to follow that episode up with a discussion around the people in your corner, those that support you or challenge you or maybe inhibit you from reaching success. As I mentioned in that episode, Brad is a major contributor to why I am where I am today and someone that continually challenges me and continually pushes me to become better. No matter how often we talk, when we do have our chats and we do meet up for a beer, there's a lasting impact that's always there because he is someone that will pose the tough questions for me. But at the same time, there's always people that potentially in our life that maybe are inhibiting us or holding us back or not serving us to be our greater purpose and our greater self. So I wanted to take today to discuss this topic and discuss this notion of who's in your corner. Who are the people that make up the voices inside of your head other than your own? Are they good? Are they bad? These things matter. These voices matter. These people matter. And it's so important for us to acknowledge and identify these individuals and identify who we have in our life so that if we need to make changes or we need to actually acknowledge something, a point that they're making to better ourselves and to further ourselves, we can do just that. So the idea that people in our life influence and shape us isn't something crazy and new. We know this. We've heard about 
you know, the whatever, the five degrees of separation or whatever the number is now about who you surround yourself with, we are all connected in some way, shape, or form, and we all influence on each other in some way, shape, or form. But despite knowing that, how often do we actually take a moment and take stock of how those that we spend majority of our time with actually impact us? How often do we pause and take note of the people that are in our life on a day-to-day basis? What are they doing for us or to us? What is the influence that they're having or that we're letting them have? How often do we do this before something greater occurs, where we pause, we note our surroundings, we note who's in our life, and then we make the connection of what's happening or where we're heading towards. Think about it for a second. If you work a nine to five job and it's in the same environment, surrounded by the same people, have you taken stock of the people that you are surrounded with? Even if, regardless of a nine to five job, just the job in general, the environment that you're in on a day-to-day basis, who are those people that you're around for 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 hours a day? The colleagues, the friends, partners, family, the t- people that we spend our time with and we're building relationships with. But they're not necessarily all positive or all negative. But we need to identify which ones are serving us and which ones are not. It's through these interactions and these relationships that we actually make sense of who we are. And this carries and flows and expands into the rest of our life. Without taking stock and pausing and truly thinking about the interactions we have and the relationships we have, we lose sight of how much certain people are influencing our lives and our decisions. And you know I'm going to come at you with the statement of stop living your life in reaction to other people's opinions. I'm always going to come at you with that because that is a huge component. But in order to be able to do that, we need to identify who's in our life and the role that they're playing in our life and the effect that they're having. It's so incredibly important that those that are standing the closest to us, we want them to be supporting us for who we want to become. It doesn't mean they won't challenge you doesn't mean they won't question you, but you want your inner circle to be that support, that driving force for you outside of your own intrinsic support that you need to have for yourself. But more often than not, we have people that we have relationships with that are within that inner circle or that we've led into our inner circle that truly are standing in the way of us becoming that greater self, of achieving our, our greater life that we want to achieve. And maybe we're just not acknowledging it or we're afraid to acknowledge it. We're afraid to sever that tie. We're worried about what other people might think if I stop talking to that person or if I'm going to hurt someone's feelings, if I take a step back away from that relationship because it's not serving me. But there's some things that I want to start off with and I want you to consider right off the bat. And this is something that you can utilize to create a better understanding of who is serving you. And these are things that I have utilized to take stock of my relationships in my life. 
to take stock of who is serving me, what is happening with this relationship, uh, this friendship, this work relationship, what's, what's the level that it's at? What is it doing for me? So these are the four C's that I've utilized in my own personal life to help me take a better stock of my relationships. And the first one is connection. Now connection is that experience of belonging. You know, it raises the question of, uh, do those in our, in our corner, in my corner, make us feel secure? Do we breathe easy in their presence and know we have a place? So do we have that feeling of connection there where when we're surrounded by that individual or those individuals, you can breathe easy. There's that support. You're not worried. You're not concerned. You just, you almost feel enlightened. You feel kind of fired up within their presence because there's a natural connection that occurs there. So we need to ensure that first and foremost, there's that component connection. Then we need to also feel like you count. Okay. And that feeling of feeling like you count is a sense that we actually matter. You count in this world. You count in this space that you, you fill, right? You matter. More often than not, we have people in our life that diminish our worth and our value. Now, I'm the first to say with this as well that more, I would, I truly believe those that diminish our worth and our value, that's something that's on, on them. That's a personal thing that they need to figure out and deal with because they're not feeling like they count. But it took me time to acknowledge that understanding of this, as well as that perspective of knowing that those individuals in my life that I'm spending my days with, if they're not making me feel like we make a difference and that we count, that we're in some way significant, Instead, they're making me feel diminished and not worth it and I don't have value. It took me a time to understand that and switch my perspective on that from feeling like it was my fault to understanding that that's coming from them, but they're not serving me by being that way and having that relationship with them. Now, so that might mean taking a little step away from those individuals that are diminishing your worth, diminishing your value. So ensure that you have those people around you that make you feel like you count. Third C is making you feel capable. Capable is that experience of feeling competent, that you can do this. Do you have friends or colleagues or, or person in your relationship are they fostering that confidence in yourself or are they inhibiting it? Do you have people directly within your inner circle that truly make you feel capable in what you're doing? You feel so confident around them because even if they possess what you consider as a higher skill set, you still feel like you matter, like you have the confidence to go after what you want around them. Maybe they inspire you, maybe they motivate you, but they certainly don't diminish you or diminish your value. So have those people that make you feel capable. 
And then the final C is fueling your courage. Now, courage is that belief that we can handle what comes our way. Doesn't matter what happens in life, we can take it on. So do those in your life help us to feel hopeful and resilient and willing to try? So she try new things, scary things, taking that step forward into a new venture, a new relationship, a new project, taking that step forward into something that scares the shit out of you a little bit. But you have those people around you that provide you that support, make you feel capable, make you feel like you count, you have that connection. And so then ultimately you have that courage to take that step forward. These four C's, they were called the crucial C's, coined by psychologist Betty Lou Bettner, um, and she was influenced by the work of Alfred Adler. These are the needs we have as human beings. And I really like them because it's a simplistic form to start off with, and a simplistic platform to look at the relationship in your life, those people that you have around you. Is there connection? Do you count? Are you made to feel capable? And do you feel courage and courageous in what you're doing? Now, I know that we might not have the ability to choose everyone that's in our life, right? Maybe your, your workplace that you're at for eight, nine hours a day, you can't choose necessarily the person that you're working with. They're just part of the team that you are on. But we can make the decision and make the conscious effort to choose how we and who we allow to influence ourselves in our life and who we are in a relationship with or who is just part of your life because of the environment that you're in, work environment, etc. And that's the scope that you let them in. You don't let them influence you any more than that. Now I understand that's easier said than done, and it takes work. Sorry guys, but it all is going to take work. It takes effort. Living an exceptional life and leveling up your life is not something that you can just willy-nilly do. It does take effort. But if we can start to acknowledge who's in our life currently that are building us up, that are in our corner and supporting us, and who are the people that aren't, maybe diminishing us, maybe not feeding us in the way that you know is beneficial to us, maybe not providing us the right energy, but we can start to take stock of that and separate those individuals. We can start to take ownership over who we let influence ourselves in our life and start to acknowledge why they're coming at you in a certain way, why they're diminishing your value, why they're diminishing uh, what you're doing. That took time and effort for myself. This took years for me to really work through this process because I let a lot of people in my life influence me. And I let a lot of people sort of dictate how I went about things because I was so concerned about perception and and, you know, what people would think. I held on to relationships that I really did not need to hang on to looking back. Because at the time, 
I was so concerned with perception and the impacts or ramifications, supposed or thought out ramifications, if I stepped away from that relationship. But after years of continually kind of coming back and hitting that wall, when I would be cut down, diminished, devalued, not supported by those same people, you finally get to a point where you just realize, you know what, something's got to give. And I have control over my own self and my own life. I have control over the step forward that I take. I have control over my effort that I give every single day. I am the one and the only one that can hold myself back. No one else can do that to me. And there was that realization that truly helped me step forward and take that initial step forward to begin changing the environment that I stepped into every single day. Change the environment of the relationships that I had. I began removing relationships or stepping away from relationships that I had, work relationships, personal relationships, friendships, etc., that weren't serving me. Now again, this doesn't mean that you don't care for that individual or that you're not friends with that person ever again. It just means that you're creating a separation and a space between yourself and what you are looking to do and them because the energy that they are bringing and what they are doing is not serving you. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends and say hi and hang out but you take greater control over the influence that they have in your life. And frankly, you eliminate the influence that they have in your life. And I had to do that multiple times. And I still, to this day, view my interactions and the environment that I'm in and the people that are in my life through that same lens and that same thought process. I take stock of who I surround myself with on a regular basis. And it's an interesting thing because I own a fitness facility. And so on a day-to-day -day basis, my environment of who's around me changes. There's some consistency. Obviously I have my team there. I have consistent member base that I see on a regular basis, but there's constantly new faces coming in. There's different people, different makeup of classes, all different dynamic that changes on a day-to-day -day basis. And so even in that micro sense on a day-to-day -day basis, when I am in that environment, I am taking stock of the energy and the influence people are having on me. And I have to acknowledge who's pushing a button that isn't serving me. And I need to let that go and I need to create some distance. I need to do something that creates distance between that person and myself, even in the micro setting of a day-to-day -day basis. But that took time for me to do because for a long time it was a again worry about what other people would think now I'm at a place where the statement I don't give a fuck what you think about me doesn't mean I don't hear you or appreciate you 
but it just means that I'm going to take control over who has a form of influence in my life. That step changed the game for me, but it's an evolving step. It's something that I'm still working on and still continually doing. So it's important for you to take that initiative. Take that step and acknowledge, even down to the micro level of your day-to-day -day interactions, who did you let influence you? Why was that? What caused you to react in a certain way? What did they do? How did they make you feel? Now, there's a whole bunch of different people in our life that have an effect on us and they play varying roles. And they're not all negative, of course. We want to develop those people in our corner and develop an environment of people in our corner that truly serve us. So I want to run through a few different examples and I want you to think about who in your life sort of stands in this role for you? Who in your life is this person for you, good or bad? See if any of them seem familiar and decide how much influence you want them to hold over you as we go through this list. So one of the first types of individuals that I often think about because I'm in a position and a role as an individual where I'm looking to bring value to everyone I interact with. I want to bring value. Whether it's on this platform, I want to bring value to you as a listener, as someone who follows me. I want to bring value to you so you can take something away. So who are the people in your life who bring value? Often considered connectors. Right? These people can help you find new avenues to go down, new ventures, new opportunities. They can help break through roadblocks, find ways to make things happen, maybe without even being asked. We need these people in our life because maybe they hold a, a skill set that we don't have. So they provide that value with their skill set to allow you to step forward into the thing that you're looking to do. Many people in this world, I think we can relate to and understand and appreciate that we have a desire to help others. So these people that we have, these individuals who bring value to, her, to you, they are the makers. They're all about that, bringing and adding value. They understand that that is their purpose. And they're happy to do it. And their presence in your life is so valuable just on its own, let alone the actual tangible things that they bring to you. At the same time, show them value, bring them value that you can. But take note of who those people are and take note of how they are bringing value. What do they do? And reverse engineer that for yourself so that you can make a reciprocal relationship occur there. On the flip side, who are the people that take from you? These are not people that are bringing you value. These are people that are there and diminishing your value. 
They're devoted to taking, whether it's energetically or literally taking from you. They have that typical friendly exterior, but they have calculated motives underneath. I think we've all experienced someone in our life that was a taker. And a big component to this and something that I had to learn, and this was even up until recently that I really truly identified this and started creating this, was we need to set boundaries in order to shield ourselves from people who take from us. This allows us to limit their influence and allows them to st- allows us to stop having them drain us. More often than not, people that take from you are in the energetic sense. Those people that after you have been around them for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you're just like, holy shit, I am drained. I'm pretty sure we all can identify a few people in our life that have been like this to us or currently in our life that are doing that to us. So a big key to that, identify your boundaries. Identify what are you going to allow to influence you and what are you going to block so that you don't have those people that are taking from you. Who are the people in your life who expand you? They instigate greater purpose, greater ability, greater self. There's someone who truly pushes you. They make you think. They motivate you. They help you try and and get things done and make things happen. They are that sort of voice of inspiration for you that just like fires you up just to go and get shit done. I love these types of people because it's just that innate nature of just like, fuck yeah, let's go. Some people have this gift within them where they can just naturally build others up and just fire people up. And they have this just overwhelming sort of faith in you and your ability to do stuff. No matter how big or scary or anything the idea that you have is, they have that faith in you. They have that support behind you. They have that connection with you and give you that courage to step forward. They help you to embrace your weaknesses and maximize your strengths. So if you're fortunate enough to have someone like this in your life, hold on to that relationship. Nurture that relationship. Because it is so, so, so valuable. Keep them close. Again, on the flip side to this, who are the people, though, that shrink you in your life? Oftentimes, people don't do these things intentionally. But they have a way of sort of hitting that little button, digging into you just that, just enough to make you doubt yourself. Make you feel like you're not as worthy, not as smart, not good enough. That you're not living up to their perception of your potential and what you're looking to do in your life. 
they often frustrate you. And often say things that are kind of hurtful, but they come at it with the perspective of, oh, I'm trying to help you. I care about you. And this is often a nature in a relationship that it's tough to acknowledge that they aren't serving you, that you need to cut that tie or step away from it, but it's necessary. Sometimes it takes these individuals in our life to challenge us and poke us in that way. And if we actually acknowledge it and we take note of that, how we felt in that moment, we have that sort of stepped away perspective on it. It can allow us to connect to our strengths even more. So if you have this type of person in your life that does kind of shrink you and has this nature to them, take note of what you can take away from that. What are they trying to diminish in you that is truly a strength of yours? Who are the people in your life that have your best interest at heart rather than their own? Like truly have your best interest in your heart. They never project their own stuff onto you, their own worries onto you. We're not perfect, none of us are, but they come in and just build you up and truly take account of like, what is your best need? What is your best interest? They have your back throughout it all. They'll support you with your interest in mind, not anything coming from themselves. And at the same time, they're not offended if you don't take their advice. They're coming at it from a place of your interest, what's best for you. But it's all good if you go another way. They'll still support you. You're your own person. You're your own self. And they're cool with that. Who are the people that challenge you? The term for these type of people often is the doubter, which seems kind of odd. But these are the people that play the devil's advocate. They're going to doubt because they want to challenge you. They're going to ask those hard questions. They're going to be the ones that see the problems before they arise, before you see them. And you need that perspective. You need those individuals in your life that they're not doubting you. They're going to challenge you so that you can see it from an, an angle or position that you didn't think of. They're truly looking out for you. They want you to be as safe as you are successful through your journey. They're your voice of reason. They believe in your potential. They share that they believe in you. But they don't just sort of throw unrealistic expectations at you. They hold you accountable. They know that greatness is in your path. It's along the road ahead. But they're going to challenge you to get there in ways that are going to allow you to step up and step forward 
into an even better self. It may give you feedback that you won't like. Hopefully it's kind of lovingly. But what that means is that they're not bullshitting you. They're telling you the truth. When more often than not, most other people, they're just putting on a face, putting on a smile, not actually telling you the straight up facts. This type of person might not actually agree with you, which is great because in order to progress, we need a challenge. We need those people that maybe don't agree with exactly how you're going about it and they're going to straight up tell you what they think and the angle that they think you should go at it from and maybe that is the better way. Maybe it isn't. Maybe there's an in-between. Maybe there's a middle ground. But regardless, it's pushing you towards an even better version of yourself. Who in your life do you have that's the cheerleader? That they cheer you on even when you're not at the top. You know, they're that, that massive fan. That strong supporter. Right? Regardless of where you're at in your career or what you're doing, they're that one that's just there clapping for you, cheering you on. Those people are fantastic. Because they're still cheering even when you're losing. Even when you're off track a little bit, they still got you. And it's not about the fame or success or popularity for them to be there by your side. They're just there for you, truly wanting to see your success. And who's that example in your life? This is one that, that person that you look up to or is that mentor in your life, your hero, your North Star, whatever it is. I don't like using the term you seek to, like seeking to emulate someone because we're all our own individuals. But who is that person that you look at the characteristics that they have within themselves and you look at how they've built their own self, how they've stepped forward into their success or into their life and leveled it up. What can you take from that? What can you take from that example and work on within yourself? Their presence in itself, without even saying anything, acts as that sort of reminder to you that you can do amazing things too. Maybe there's sort of that ingrained underlying feeling of you want to make them proud. You want them to be like, nice job, you did it. So who's that example in your life? Who's that person? Because having that person will provide such knowledge for you. If you choose to look at them from the lens of what have they done? What were the things that they did to get to where they are? Not to emulate them, not to mimic them, but to identify and acknowledge what they've done so that you can grow and you can develop. So these are just a few examples of the different types of people that we potentially have in our life. 
that we have in our corner or not. Maybe we have them in our corner, but we didn't identify them correctly. Maybe they've, we've thought they were in our corner, but they truly aren't. They're working against us. Maybe we have, we're just too nervous to cut that cord. We're too nervous to step away. We're afraid of what they might think or how they might feel. But again, are they providing connection? Are they making you count? Are they making you feel capable? And are they fueling your courage? If they aren't, you need to step away from that. The people in our life play such a massive role. But we often, again, don't acknowledge that role. How often, and maybe you can stop and pause and think about this for a moment, pause this episode and truly take a moment to think about a time where you got frustrated over something, were upset about something that happened to you, felt a certain way. And maybe you realized that those emotions and those feelings were actually not coming from your own voice internally, but coming from something someone else said or did or made you feel. And you thought those, that person was in your corner, but they truly weren't. And so that voice in your head was creating doubt and uncertainty and negativity. Take a moment to think about that. And on the flip side, take a moment to identify those times where you felt powerful. You felt fired up. You felt motivated. You felt encouraged. You felt supported. You felt like you counted. You felt this deep connection. Acknowledge who were the people that helped facilitate that. Who were the people that were there supporting you, truly supporting you? Who were the people that challenged you to be better? Who were the people cheering you on? Who was, who was or were the people that had that presence that just lit a fire in you to be better and to develop and step forward into a new self? The people that make up the voices inside of our own heads, other than our own, have a massive impact on our life. But we have control over it. We have the ability to create the boundaries that we need in our life so that we can continue to step forward and become better. Let's acknowledge and take that moment to identify that circle, that inner circle, that those people in your corner. 
and make the necessary adjustments for yourself, no matter how hard that might be. And I know that it's not comfortable, it's not easy at times, but it's so, so necessary. Establish who you have in your corner and create that team, create that environment that serves you. There you have it, you guys. Hope you got something out of that episode and were able to take a moment, truly take a moment to acknowledge and identify who is in your corner, who is serving you or who isn't. Who are the people that may be as tough as it might be, you have to cut out or you have to take a step back from. Identify those people in your life. Identify that inner circle. Identify that environment that you are in on a daily basis and who is in it and how they are affecting you. Let's actually take that time to acknowledge it and make the necessary changes. Take action on those changes that you know are needed no matter how tough they may be. At the same time, acknowledge the people that are serving you, that are providing you that fire outside of yourself. Because it should start with ourself, let's not forget that. So again, acknowledge though those people in your life that are serving you, that are supporting you, that are pushing you. Show them gratitude. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was a fun one to record. I love talking about interactions and relationships with people because there's so many subtle nuances with it, and this is just one facet. So as always, leave me a message, leave me a review, share this out with your friends, send this episode to someone in your life that you maybe know they have people in their life that they need to maybe cut out, maybe step away from, or maybe need a certain individual in their life to help them move forward. Maybe you can be that person for them just by sending them this episode. So with that, thank you guys for listening. As always, thank you guys for your support. Love you all. Level up. Voices rising like a church choir. Light it up like a wild.